Welcome to the Aftermath Season 2. I am your host tonight, CJ Jones. I have my good friend, Avid Chiefs fan. A lot of you guys see her on Twitter. She knows everything yeah, about football. I love and value her opinion so much, and I finally got her on the pod. Y'all show some love to my friend, Dom. Dom, introduce yourself. Hi, y'all. Uh, yeah, it's that crazy girl on Twitter that be pissing off players. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Confirm. <laughs> Can't confirm. It's okay. It's one of the goodness in my heart. You see, it's all love. <laughs> but I'm glad to get to talk to you guys again. I know it's been a while. I know it's been a very, very interesting offseason. Good things and bad things. So we're going to try to cover as many topics as we can. I just feel like it wasn't as bad as y'all making it out to be. It really wasn't. Y'all dramatic. Very Let's emotional. Just that. Y'all are dramatic and y'all need to calm down. Bro, we're just like, we're very like, kind of like, not like bougie, but we're like kind of spoiled fans now. We've won so much, so we expect everything to be great. But there's people, like, okay, there's difference in being spoiled. And like, okay, the way people acted when Mitchell Schwartz and Aaron Fisher got cut. We call it, the, writing was, the writing was on the wall before it even happened. Right. Like. Literally, we talked about that when, the whole last three quarters of the season. Exactly. So Achilles, that was that's a year out. We said that when he got hurt, like, bro, he's not going to be here next year. Like, you were already getting older, and then yeah. that you just said so. But yeah. So the way some of y'all acted on Twitter, y'all should be ashamed. Of I mean, I love our fan base. They're very emotionally attached, but sometimes they get too attached to certain things. Like, hey, it's still a business at the end of the day. Yeah. I love Mitch, and Mitch is a great dude. And you see, he's still in the city, yeah. working out. He still live here. He ain't moved, so he obviously wants to play again. Look, but he ain't signed by nobody else. Exactly. Erickson, Erickson, really fast, fast, and I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be like a training camp guy. Yeah. Not like this, like, literally, like, right after the draft, somebody picked him up. And the Colts really got desperate. Well, their tackle, Costanza, retired on him, so they were kind of desperate, too. I mean, clearly, guy. if you're picking someone that's not going to be ready to almost play off Exactly. They probably were sitting there like, what do we do? So, <laughs> so I mean, that kind of leads in, like, obviously, like, to the draft and stuff like that. Um, overall, grade-wise, I gave our, our guy, I think, I gave Veach and the crew, I gave him, like, a, if we're being like not like not like kingdom wise, like being like too biased, yeah. I would say we had like a B plus A minus solid yeah. draft because we addressed our needs, we fixed our issues, and we added depth to other positions that could potentially turn into great players. I agree. So we overall, have depth we had a good where one. we need to because we exactly. showed last year that our lack of depth was our biggest concern. Ew, it was so bad. It was it was terrible. Like we were screwed <laughs> by the time Super Bowl came. We, exactly. were we couldn't make screwed. it through. And now you have seventeen games. Now you have to have depth yeah. at that position. So. For sure. And we got guys coming back from the opt-out season last year, LTD. Guys that didn't even play last I year. He's ready. I think he should be. I mean, he was posting, posting all his videos of him lifting in the snow. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if, if you squatting in the snow in like four feet, you doing either something crazy or you know something that we don't know. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's facts. I don't know. I'll be happy to have them back, though. I think mean, everybody will. I want to see who's going to be like, because obviously we have so much depth. Mm-hmm. Who is going to be like our starting combination of players Facts. that's who i want to see coach heck is definitely gonna get the right set out there if i had to predict my prediction like right a now, rotational one like we know we're gonna call it that's play, good we like i don't know that'd be cool though like i, I think look forward to that. the solid guys we all are pretty much in agreement on that's like not leaving the line is joe tooney yeah like he's not going nowhere no. in orlando Orlando brown's gonna be the left those tackle. two the other three are kind of like interchangeable up, up for grabs because like is niang gonna be our the starter center. Yep, the guy, yep, yep, life okay. from the Rams, uh-huh. And then everybody thinks Creed could probably get that job, too. And then at right guard, it's, it's Kyle can switch either side if he wants yeah. to, even though I know he's probably more comfortable at left. I, then, I would rather have him and Orlando on the left. Exactly, because he's Those are two guys I need to protect most once. I, I would rather have that, too. 
And then all the LTDs back. So obviously him not yeah. being out a whole year, that's actually good for him because you didn't have to play. No wear and tear on your body. Yes. No knee injuries. The only thing you probably had is a lack of sleep, so you better be ready. I know, right? He was saving the world. So, hey, we appreciate everything appreciate he's done. You know? So him Sorry, over there. Idiots. <laughs> and then who else is over there? We got LTD. We got um, – they brought they brought back um, knee in because he didn't get to play last year, so he's definitely going to be ready this year. Uh, I... Mike Rimmers is still there. Some of y'all owe him an apology. Oh, absolutely. Because some of y'all were shitting on him. And Andy Reid called y'all out without being on the He really Twitter did. On, he, said, he really did on the radio. <laughs> I remember like, that. No, he looked good in camp. Because everybody so, was blasting him when they saw his belly, when they saw him running. <laughs> People were talking about 400 pounds. I'm like, bro, I'm pretty sure if he was 400 pounds, he wouldn't have been on the camera. He would have yeah. been somewhere running. He wouldn't have been with a helmet on. They would have said, hey, bro, get in shape. Yeah. So, oh. And we've seen that on Hard Knocks where people are like, yeah, you're just too fat. You need to go lose some weight before I can. Exactly. I'm not giving you a helmet until you get in the right shape. So, no. I mean, like, just because your stomach is big, we're not going to body shame, guys. Just because you look different doesn't mean that you're not in shape. Maybe right, that's just the way it is. Let's be honest. Living. Some of y'all have no room to talk. But here mm. we are. Anyway. So, uh, <laughs> no. It's, 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 a lot of people that talk about it, I'm like, bro, you can't really talk about somebody if the you're same, not in shape. Same people getting paid yeah. $30,000 with their basic ass job. Exactly. It's okay. <laughs> we're just worried about the bodies and the skills that we're used to and what we do with our lives. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I do. I think our line is going to be good. I'm, I'm excited. The only part I'm nervous about is our. Uh, receiving core, like we have okay, Ty Hill, quote unquote, McCall Harmon, and then who? Yeah. And that, no, now of, let me say this I love Byron Pringle. I'm a huge Pringle fan because when we call him, he shows up. Definitely. But also, like between, I don't know, it stresses me out because who I don't want to see on the field is Demarcus Robinson. I, he gives me a headache too, I, and, I, and I love D. Rob. Like great person, his family's amazing. Him are in the same category for me. Put you on the practice squad. <laughs> Let, you do that. It's just they do everything like they have the ability to do everything you want them to do. It's just when they ball is in their hand or they're put in a position to make a play, they like do when something. The pressure is on. And I need yeah, it's you like to do like what are you can. doing? It's like, and I don't mind like you making mistakes. It's like little things like with D. Rob, like not tucking the ball away. Not running forward for first downs, trying yeah. to run around players like little things like that you can't do when you're trying to win games. You like, stop yeah, trying to make a I flash, just make the play. Someone, <laughs> I, I was like, he'll have a thousand yard season if you add up his backward running yards. Yeah, because he always, like, bro, he and he always be toting the ball around with one hand. I'm like, it's so frustrating, and I'm like, and I know he's working hard this offseason. Everyone's probably yeah. following him on social media. He's he's obviously busting like, his really butt trying to get ready. But I really just can't afford the simple mistakes. Yeah, it's like bro, like little things like bro, you too grown. We ain't in high school no more for you to be making like running backwards. You should stop not, doing you're that. You're not a second year receiver anymore. You've been in this league for a while. Exactly. Now. And he it's wants time. that bag for his second contract. So yeah. stop doing coaches notice that. Stop doing little things. And because he he's subject subject to do that same thing as well. Run backwards, mm-hmm. fumble the ball. We know well, how he's made the his thing mistakes. Is with, but... Like with McCall, he has big, he has mistakes at the moments that counts the most. That is like true. the fumble with the Bills game. They Literally gave the him first that return. <laughs> like first, things like that quarter. just cannot happen. Can't do it. And like, yes, he's a great player, but I, you you can be a great player that also makes great mistakes. Because you have to focus on those things. Because if you want to be that guy, like we all have, we all have been engaging with McCall in good ways and bad ways. More yeah, so than not, we've all heard him say. He's like that. He says he can run routes. He says he's really yes. good at that. And I believe him wholeheartedly, but I'm just, I just only believe what I see. Stop talking until you preach Just it. do it. Exactly. That's I think, all. Because yeah. people, it's like the the, one, the hit dog collars. Facts. Don't talk. Same concept. Yep. You can back up your stuff, and your actions will always speak louder than words. That's what I'm saying. At this point, Miko, like, we've been like we've been hearing you talk on Twitter for like two years now. So at this yeah. point, just just play, bro. 
You, you shouldn't even be responding to people. Wide receiver two. I need to see wide receiver two action. Exactly. I don't even want to hear you That's like it. respond to anybody. I would just Literally, go to just go to work. If you're good, I would just go to work and just say I'll see y'all September. Like when we first yeah. the first opening game, and then we are gonna see if all that work really been doing. But if you haven't been doing anything, then... I'm excited for the first game. Even though I won't be here, I want to fly home so bad because I want to see the Browns. I am person. excited. Let me tell you, the Browns playoff game was so bad for me because like <laughs> I was in, obviously I was in Philly and I was just so drunk. <laughs> and when I saw I so Mahomes get out, and I said. Oh no! I dropped. I dropped my phone. <laughs> I dropped my phone. I said, Fuck. "Yeah, no." I was too far off the evening into like liquor. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is how it ends." I said, "You know what? Anything is possible, but I need some yeah. penny hey, to me. get through this game." You feel me? Like, it was so bad. So yeah, I want to see the Browns play in person, but I don't know. We'll see about that. That game is definitely going to be worth a penny. I, I think that's probably going to be the best defense we see all year, besides Washington. Because, like, obviously their defense was good last year, mm-hmm. but all the acquisitions they made, like Grant Delpit comes back next year for them, Greedy Williams, they added Jadavion Clowney. Obviously, Mac Wilson is still there. Yeah. Miles Garrett is one of the best in the league at what he does. All their corners, Denzel Ward are still there. So, And they're pissed off. They're going to be hungry from what happened last year. I'm surprised that was the first game of the year. I thought the first game of the year would have either been Buffalo or, like, Vegas. I thought it would have okay. been one of those because obviously anytime we play Buffalo is a big game. Vegas talking trash last time they came here. So yeah. we could have got our revenge back for them. So those are the two games I was thinking. I definitely wasn't thinking Cleveland, but um, they kind of remembered our schedule kind of the two years ago because we played Baltimore. At the same and, time. Like yeah, the around week two, weeks, three. Yeah. yeah, so we're doing that again. Um, obviously now, now we're in Baltimore. I want to see how Baltimore. that's going to go. Because I mean, since they did so early, though. Brown. Yeah. And that's true. But if you were so con- if you were confident enough to give up Brown to us, and you were in direct competition with Facts. you, I hope that doesn't come to bite you and ask later. Yeah, and they didn't give up number. We just said that about the compensation. They didn't give up a lot yeah. or get back in return for Orlando. That's what really shocked me the most. Not the fact that they left, just the fact that if you're giving away a Pro Bowl left tackle, yeah. I want Pro Bowl left tackle compensation. But you and they also didn't get gave that. us a second round pick. Exactly. Hey, give Brandon and Beach we trust. In Beach Literally. we trust. Every time we need him to show up, he does his thing. So a lot of y'all were doubting him. Saying he wasn't going to fix a lot of things. He knows what he's doing. I think he did an amazing hey, job. Hey, got balls of steel, okay? Hey, like, as soon as the season was over, he went to work. He was getting I on mean, the phone. No, and one of the press <laughs> conferences, he looked like he hadn't slept in months. I believe like, it. Like, <laughs> he looked tired. Like, you he believe really it. been trying to fix this stuff. And it's funny because, like, if you if you got a chance to listen to that interview he had right before, like, that week of the trade, yeah. someone asked him about, like, O-line depth and what are we going to do, and he kind of, like, winked. Okay. At the camera, well, so everyone. This was after the whole like Trent Williams yep. fell through, right? So yeah. everybody was like, "What's up with his sleeve? Is he about to do something?" And I was like, "Either he's going to trade up to get somebody, or we're about to go trade for somebody." Yeah. I definitely wouldn't think it would have been Orlando Brown because, like you just said, I didn't think Baltimore was actually gonna not stupid up. enough, but yeah, not give him to the team you're trying to beat. Yeah, I so, thought that he was going to send him to the NFC for sure. Exactly, or if but not. Then when I heard he stayed here, and then it was the Chiefs of all people, everyone was like, "Huh." Bro, because he's hungry. Yeah. He's, he's what, 24? Yeah. Oklahoma, they pass the ball for a living. Exactly. That's the that they have. And I say, you know what? Thank you. I don't ask questions no more. Thank you. Now, when you get guys like that, and you yeah. kept your second round pick. So that led yeah. us into getting guys like Nick Bolton and Creed Humphrey, another Oklahoma yeah. guy. So Oklahoma's known for passing the ball and having a lot of tackles. Do you think Creed is going to play this season? Or I mean, going to take a, like a, you know, like a rookie year of, like, practice or, like, low rotations or something. Coach Heck has been the guy to, like, put multiple combinations out there. If he thinks you're ready, he'll put you out there. So I want to see what he can do. I've only watched a few of his college games. But also, uh, special request, uh, things I like to see, coaches, hey, Spags, Nick Bolton and Willie Gay together. 
Give me the bro, duo. That, that's not even hard, bro. That's really like a simple request. Because let me tell you, that's if, really I, if I see request. Ben Neiman, oh gosh, she said those and two I words. don't see Willie Gay on the floor. I'll bleep that out. I know she said a cuss word. I know y'all don't like that. Yeah, like I'm just, I'm, I might actually have to like make my funeral. Bro, I think we, I, I've been saying that to so many of my friends and so many group chats and so many conversations that if I don't see Nick Bolton and Willie Gay together on the field yes. at one point in time this year. I may lose it. Like I'm not. It's not, it's not a crazy request. It's a simple request, bro. To put the best people on the field. Because no disrespect to Ben, you're in the NFL, and obviously we're people that talk about you. We're not. So I'm not going to knock you for yeah. doing your profession. But there's a lot of things that he needs to improve on. And when there's somebody on the you, field that you're, you're the weakest link when you're on the field, and the, and the offensive tie knows that. She said it much nicer than I would have said it, but basically. Which is surprised because usually I say very mean, nice things to me apparently. <laughs> But so, yeah, no. So it, you know, it is just what it is. But I am like, we draft well, so I, I am, I'm hoping. No, exactly. And I mean, a lot of people say Nick Bolton's weakness is pass coverage. I'm like, well, overall, like Mizzou wasn't really known for having like their defense had. A, they had a lot of guys drafted, but it wasn't like Mizzou was known for having like a top five defense in the country. Yeah. So obviously, they were good for what they had to do this year. Obviously, it's the SEC, so it's a tough competition. And it's not as if like Mizzou is getting like the best recruits every year because the SEC is ran by like LSU, Georgia, and Alabama, obviously. So for what they had, they had, I think this is the I think they had the record. This is the most guys they had drafted since like I think this is like twenty like ten or twenty twelve. I forgot. Yeah. To, don't quote me on the number, but this is the most guy they've had drafted in a very long time. So they had a safety, Nick Bolton, a couple of D linemen. They had some guys get picked throughout the whole draft. So shout out mm-hmm. to um, the Tigers, shout out to Columbia for giving us some Facts. of their some of their guys. Is there anything so. else we need this season? Like Uh-oh. in terms, of, like I, for me personally, I think we're fine. I don't see like a high like flashing red. We need this. Nope. As long as we can try to, I mean, I, y'all can respond to us in the comments. Obviously, you can DM me or um, Chris, Christian. We always talk about stuff like this. So, um, how do y'all feel about should Breland come back for the amount of money that he's asking? I know there's no number out there. Yeah, that's what I'm at. that's. I don't like to speculate, but I want to know what he's because he he made a tweet about that saying if y'all are speculating, y'all don't know what y'all are talking about, or like people are pulling numbers from that he's never seen but it's like can you just confirm or deny what the numbers are exactly and it's probably like and if like he's not talking about exact numbers that leads me to believe that maybe his agent and brett are probably trying to work a deal out yeah in my space if, if i had to guess I and mean, i'm not trying to knock real or anything i'm thinking as if he wants a certain number for what he's done since he's been here yeah. because obviously anyone can go to his page i think so one of the fans of the chiefs um sent out a picture of his stats from since he's gotten to the chiefs in 2018 so now and his numbers are on par with some of the best corners in the league, like yeah. Jalen Ramsey, Jair Alexander, Marlon but, Humphrey. But then it's also confusing because, like, his tweet yesterday, yeah, yesterday, he was like, it's not smart for a multi-year, de- multi-year deal, and I know that, you know, I was skipping the point. So I'm like, so what are you expecting? So If you know a multi-year deal for you is not smart, especially with the salary cap about to balloon with the TV deals and all that. Facts. What are you? What are you in search of? It has to be. It has to be like the the amount or the guarantees. That's I the only thing I can think of. Yeah, that's what. Like he, also, I need you to guarantee that you're gonna be on the field every game. I know, and I think he like. I know he people don't want to hear this thing in conversation. That's why I don't tend to engage with players about contracts because I know there's a lot of factors that yeah. things we do know about and don't know about. He has a he has a history. It's yes. it's not it's not a good thing we don't like to talk about, but when you go to a negotiation table, I think fans we need to remember if this. If someone is paying you money, they have the right to pull all the cards and put everything. all the cards on the table. Good, bad, five years, ten years, high school, college, they're gonna bring up everything you've done. Because so they're the ones giving you money. It's leverage. All people always want to find out a way to get a player for an undervalue of yeah. what they should get. 
So it's just it's part of the business. So especially in a game where you don't know what could happen. Exactly. So I don't get like why he like I get why he's probably upset with the way fans react, but that's just like fans period because a lot of fans don't live in reality. Yeah. They think you're not back because you don't want to be back here. Uh-huh. I'm sure if it was up to Breland, he would be back signed with the Chiefs right now. They're obviously one of the best teams in the league. They're yeah. obviously having a guy have a chance to run it back and try to win another championship. So it's not that he doesn't want to play for the Chiefs. He's been the starting corner since he's been here. Yeah. He's obviously one of the leaders in the locker room. It's just now it comes down to contractual situations, which is stuff that's out of his hands. That's up to Brett in the in the front office, and now it's up to his agent. And they have to figure out a, a common ground, and I'm sure they will. It may take longer than what we expect, but obviously he went on his visit to Minnesota. That deal, didn't pan out. Deal didn't get done. But we've seen guys come places, not get deals, not visit, and still sign a deal. So, yeah. obviously, we had Melvin Ingram come in here for a visit. Right. We thought he was going to get signed, and then obviously we're still waiting on that because I would love depth for him, but right. it didn't happen. So, um, I don't know. I, I, mean, I like him. Uh, you can never have enough pass rushers, especially yeah, in this you're, league. You're absolutely correct. That's why I was like, if we could take him on a, and it's like a one-year deal and it's cheap, I'm like, bro, I'm not going to say no. So, <laughs> But, obviously – we want Brashad here. Everyone does, obviously. But at the end of the day, it's stuff that we don't see behind the scenes. And it's similar to Tyron Matthews' situation. Yeah. He wants an extension as well. And we all agree he, he's going to he get it. He deserves an extension. Exactly. But the, the price is going to be the talking point in exactly. how we structure that contract. And he had his interview, I think, right right around the draft time. He said, my agent does all that. He doesn't want to speak on it. So that leads me to believe, again, when players don't talk about that kind of stuff, that lets you know that, it's being worked on. It's yeah. just not official because they can't speak on those things because it's a legal matter. They can't True. leak out what they're going to get until it's official. Now, once it's official, I'm sure you'll see Juan or anybody in the DB room start tweeting out emojis and stuff exactly. like that. And guys, that are, with and guys are going to get excited. Go like, oh my god, what happened? Everybody's going to start freaking out. So obviously, we know we know Tyre Matthews deals are going to get done. So on the wires, everybody's that's one topic on the wire we've been talking about. He's yeah. not going anywhere. He's going to be here. It's just the question yeah, is like the does, duration. Very surprised, but I just don't see Beach letting him go. I don't see Andy letting him go. Not, either, not so. if we want to win another ring. We're not doing yeah. it without time, Matthew. He's probably the. We need that spark on our defense. Is he like the second or probably the third most important person on the team? Obviously, Pat first, then probably after him, you would say the Travis Tyree and then him. Yeah. So right. he's easily in the top three, like most important guys. Leadership, veteran. Smart. He's, he's the spark of our defense, and clearly literally leads um, everyone. Spags trust him. Otherwise, never he leaves would the field. Not let him free, Bro, he would not let him roam free. Like he never he leaves the field. Like literally, he's on the field literally every play. So just to break down some numbers for you guys, I guess um, as far as like contractual wise, we're going into this season. The average for like most of the top safeties around like fourteen mil and up. So obviously, this is the last year Tyron's deal, so he wants the extension. So this year, he's getting fourteen mil. Kevin Byer from the Titans is getting 14. Eddie Jackson from the Bears is getting 14. Buda Baker just got his new deal from the Cardinals. He's getting 14. And Justin Simmons in our division for the Broncos is getting 15. So he's on par with some of the top safeties. Now, the thing that's different between Tyron and other guys is the guarantees. Tyron's only guaranteed 26. Byer's guaranteed 19. Eddie Jackson's 22. Buda Baker's 22. And then Justin is a whopping 32. Ooh, so that's a wow. lot. I know a lot of He is really nice. I like, I like his game a lot. So. Um, obviously he's on pace with a lot of the other guys as far as like total money, it's just or um yearly money. He just probably wants his deal for the years to come. Yeah. And, makes so, sense. and I'm sure and he and he should be paid. He should be at the top of the list, but you also have to be in in line with your own contracts with the players on your own team. Yeah. So obviously Frank Clark's deal is still on the books. Tyron Matt, I mean uh, Tyreek Hill's deal is on the books. Yeah. Travis Kelsey is eventually gonna want a new deal. Pat yeah. just signed his deal. Well, so Oh no, Travis Kelsey didn't. Yeah, he's, we're, we're, yeah, his is probably coming. I think when his, I think his deal's up in the next couple of years. Yeah, he I got think some he has like years. two years left. Exactly. So his deal is going to come up soon. We want him to be a chief for life as yeah. well. So we obviously want Tyron here the rest of his think career. This is Frank Clark's last year. 
with us. If I don't see major improvement, it would not shock me. I'm not saying I don't want him on yeah. the team, but I'm just saying if no, he, I definitely want him. Either restructuring or yes. But do you think I don't think I don't know if he's one of the people that are willing to take a pay cut, and that's why I think he'll get traded out to somewhere. Else. That is true. I think maybe like and like seeing him in Seattle and the way he dominated and coming here, and not necessarily like he played well in the biggest moments. I think people were expecting yeah. him to dominate all sixteen games, and he hasn't done that. And I do which acknowledge is, that he's pushing through a health condition, and I know facts. people with that health condition, and it's hard. Very, and so he's the had fact like that he the, can do what he can do is amazing. Facts, and we but have I to give our flowers up for that because playing yeah. through injuries is not tough. A lot of guys just sit out and. I am going to give my claps to Frank. He doesn't sit out. He yeah. plays. He may not be 100%, but he plays. He plays. So you can't be mad about that. And fans need to appreciate that. And to know. I know a lot of us haven't played football even on the highest level or even like locally in high school or college. But playing through injury, he had a neck injury at one point, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And then he has some leg injuries as well. So he's playing. And he obviously he always wears his elbow brace for his elbow thing. So And he has his condition. So he's mm-hmm. playing through a lot of stuff that a lot of people probably it's wouldn't even hard. leave the house for. So Which is the reason also the reason I understand why he wants the guarantee money. Exactly. Yeah, and no. there's always two sides to a story. One guy wants the money, the other team wants production. So everybody wants something, but you have to find a way to con some common ground. Yeah. So for him, I think if he has a good season of like, and obviously we brought in guys like J. Ron Reed from the, from the Seahawks. Yeah. So obviously he knows him very well. They played together before. So maybe that'll spark him up to stay healthy and take the pressure off of him. Because those two inside, or him and Chris, J. Ron yeah. and Chris, are obviously so the, the I'm looking forward to him and Chris and how they're going to do For that. sure. I think everyone is. Because now I, we can see Chris more, a little bit more outside. Not exclusively, but he can play a little like yeah. five technique now, outside shade of the guard if he wants to get yeah. a little work in. So I would just <laughs> – take, take some of the pressure off Frank so Frank doesn't have to be a 10-sack guy. If he can get eight and up, I think that's a good year for him. Yes. Coming from the years he's had like in the past. Because obviously playoff Frank is legit. Like when he gets to the end of the season, he may not he's have like had – Sammy. He's yep. great in the postseason. And it shows up when the biggest moments when you need yes. it. So I'm never mad at it. It's just like when you're talking about money, like, okay, what have you done through 17? Yeah. You show up to those last three, but what have you done through the first one? So we all want Frank here, but it obviously has come down to this year and stuff. And we're going to see how he does. But I think I think he's hungry. I think he's motivated. He's a guy that definitely Twitter watches a lot. May not respond yeah. a lot, but he he definitely looks at a lot of stuff. Cause we've seen his post game interviews. So him yeah. pissed off, emotional, or he'll be okay. chill, laid back with his glasses. So I need yeah. I also need Chris Jones to show up this year. I talked a lot of shit. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. I know I did. <laughs> um, Sack Nation. I know Sack I made the Nation, joke about baby. how it was a PO box in a town. <laughs> so, so, I know. Just just prove me wrong. That's all. We have a hey, we have a, we have a lot of guys in our D line room that are looking to prove. We got obviously Chris is he got his deal, so everybody wants him to show why he's obviously one of the best D yeah. tackles, if not right behind Aaron Donald. Frank's trying to prove why he needs to be here long term. J. Ron Reed's on a prove it deal because obviously people thought he was overrated in Seattle, mm-hmm. and we just drafted the um, D end from was the kid from Florida State, I think his name was. Uh, was it Cano? I think is how you say it. I probably oh, said, yeah, I, yeah. I probably said that. No, Joshua. Joshua I'm gonna I'm gonna push Kendo, this. Kendo. Kendo. I, I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I know yeah. I said that wrong, but I know everybody is kind of getting like like tote vibes from when we had him from Villanova. Yeah. That he's a he's a developmental guy that he could probably turn into a beast, but not expecting anything right now. And obviously, when you're in a room with Chris and Frank, you should get. He has a he's built like a guy that could dominate. It's just he hasn't really yeah. shown always the the. Con, consistency to be the top top DN. So I think if, if each can find a diamond in a rough in him, I think we'll be fine. But I think the biggest thing for everyone is just saying we need consistent pass rush. So yeah. Taco Charlton came back. He's still in his team friendly deal. So obviously 
Everybody um, expecting not. I don't. I don't expect too much out of Taco. Honestly, not me personally. I mean, and, I don't expect like raving great numbers. Exactly. But I do expect him to make some sort of impact. And you notice how everyone has a connection to Frank. Like him and Frank were uh-huh. Michigan boys. Him and Jay Ron were Seattle guys. So Frank is having some kind of. They value his opinion because a lot of guys that are coming back in the room, yeah. Frank's played with in some way, shape, or form. But that's so. happening all over, just like in the draft, like mm-hmm. uh, Joe Burrow, yep. his wife, like Jaylen all those did, people, Tua, and people are listening to your best players, which I do yeah. agree with. Which we can't say the same for the Packers, yeah. but I'm not taking no shots. I'm not saying anything <laughs> crazy. We're gonna keep it cheap. Shots fire. <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't say. Pow, pow. No, I didn't say nothing pow, like that. <laughs> I can. I I said nothing wrong. Are you sure about that? I plead, I plead the fifth on anything. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, no, I, I am very excited for this year. I'm very excited for the team we I got. like our schedule. I just love the fact that after losing to the Super Bowl, we get the NFC East. <laughs> I know. It's, like, like one of the worst, easiest divisions. Like, thank you. Thank you. I very much appreciate that break after the year we had. I know. I, I know someone's going to get mad at me for saying that. But y'all <laughs> are a break. Like, let's be honest. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, nobody in that division, like, should give us any kind of concern besides yeah. Washington and only because of that defense. And only because of defense. Exactly. And so. the only reason I would ever even be considered concerned about the Cowboys is because that – because we know that Dak can go for 500 yards. That game is game. going to be very fun. I will be in a building. I am. I know them ticket prices are going to be high. I got to no, talk to some are. people. They are. It's Dallas, so but they, they haven't been here. In your big tub. They do. You got to <laughs> cut off our arm to get in there because they haven't been here since 2000. What when Tony Romo was here? That's the last time we played the Cowboys yeah. here. We played them in 2016. I was at that game. That was in Dallas. That was in that, that was the Alex Smith screen game. I remember that game. But I think this is the last time we played them here. Was been a very. I'm pretty sure it was that Tony Romo game. It was like. I know Miles Austin was on that team and yeah. Jason Witten was playing. I want to say it was like 2011 or 12. It's been a very – I know when we get closer to the game, we'll start breaking down like past matchups. But I'm very excited to see the Cowboys coming down because I know people don't like to hear this, but their fans are – they're not like brainwashed, but they spend the most money and they have the most revenue yes. every year. Well, there's a reason why so, they are quote-unquote America's team. Jerry Rose real. Dex. So – what other games are you looking forward to this season? A lot of good ones. I the opener is going to be great. Everyone's excited about that. Baltimore and Baltimore is going to be amazing. I, I can't. Amazing. I can't wait for the Raiders to come back because the way they was acting, they was acting so childish after they won this one game, and it wasn't, it wasn't for the division. The it wasn't for the season or anything. It was like a week five game. They were I, acting as crazy. I celebrated one win in three years. My mama would slap me. The expectations like, for that organization. And I know Raider Cody's going to hear this, or he may not hear it or not. But he's probably blocked us because I think everyone's probably had him. Because, <laughs> like, everybody talks about him. But Raider Cody is literally delusional. He had made that tweet. It was like, uh, like if they traded, if they got Aaron Rodgers or whatever, it would suck because it would suck for Aaron to be a backup to Derek Carr. And everyone was like, what crack are you smoking? Bro, stop. He's, he's, click, he's stop. clickbait. And I'm not trying to say the dude is stupid because I, I don't know him. But, like, bro. If you're going to talk football, at least have legitimate takes. But you're just saying stupid stuff, you're like le- spam comments. Nobody's going to take you seriously. That's like saying Derek Carr is like one of the best quarterbacks. Like, bro, stop lying. I'm not saying you shouldn't well, believe in your quarterback. Okay. Believe yeah. in him. Well, but no, don't I say crazy stuff. Because people are all – like the point that they go, oh, well, the Raiders had a terrible defense. I'm like, Mahomes' first year, he drug a bottom-in defense to the AFC Championship game. should have been in the Super Bowl. should have literally. We know who to thank for that. Oh, <laughs> five, Ford. Good job. So, good God. But, like, literally, like, Mahomes was such a good quarterback. Like, truthfully, until last that, year, that really, in the end of that year, man. that first year and a half of his career, our defense was terrible. We were and he was that, masking yeah. that with his play. Facts. So, if Derek Carr is such a good 
quarterback. You should at least make the playoffs. I'm not asking you to get the, to the, the AFC play- Championship yeah. game. You should but make the, the playoffs. Playoff you should make that. Or, you know, just beating the people in your division that are the hardest to beat, like something. I mean, the past two years, they were in line to make the playoffs. It's just they when it comes down to those last five or six weeks and they need to go four and two or five and one or, or win out these last three games, they don't do it. Yeah. So they have really no one to blame but themselves. You put yourselves in position like you split with the Chiefs. You beat the top dog. So now you've done the hard work. You beat them in their home and you get them to come into your building. And that game was great too. That yeah. game came down to the wire. And we just had a last minute drive. We drove down there and scored. So every time they play the Chiefs the past two years, the games like, have been are, very competitive. But it seems like they're only competitive against us. Exactly. And it's like that's not going to be the recipe. Like yes, to you win, will facts. have to go through us, but you it's have to bring that same kind of energy to everyone else. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, other other than them, uh, we our sim our schedule. We were talking about this is very similar to that 2018. We play Baltimore early in the season. Obviously, we play the Bills again, and then obviously we have a lot of other teams. We see that we play the Titans every year. Are they in our division now? Are they oh, AFC West team? Okay, so we I'm play them every the year. Thing, I was like, we play Tennessee again. That's what I'm saying, but we played them for like three years straight now. We play them every year, either here or there. We're playing Tennessee in some way. That's fine. So I mean, I, I mean, I like it. I, I like seeing Derrick Henry. I know our defense gets routed up because obviously after the AFC Championship game, we like playing them. Yeah. But I'm like, well, I figured they would have gave us a different non. AFC like West opponent, but they they like that schedule. I mean, it's close to Kansas City, so I know a lot of y'all are gonna make that drive. I, Nashville's I might not that fly into that one. And Nashville tickets are very cheap, so they're no, not they like are. expensive. That's the only reason why I'm thinking about flying into it because the tickets were. Really I actually nice. may go with you. I may go. I, I ain't been to Nashville in a while. I'm bad. So. I want to go to Washington. That Washington game because be like too. being in Philly is like the perfect. Besides the Cowboys, you have to I go, go to that to one. The, <laughs> if I want to go to the Giants game, I could, but I probably ain't gonna make that one. Same trying to go to New York at that time, but. We have a lot of good night games. The Bills is a prime timer. That one's going to be must watch. The Browns is, I mean, it's the opener, but it's not prime time. They're three o'clock. The Ravens is prime time. The Giants are a seven o'clock game. We have the Giants. They put Daniel Jones on prime time? That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's here, but it's like, it's Daniel Jones. First of all, don't I mean, disrespect I, DJ. He out here balling. I mean, I, I like. I have him on one of my fantasy teams. I like Daniel Jones, but when I think of primetime quarterbacks, I don't think yeah. of Daniel Jones. That is weird. That is the prime the Cowboys Wait, game. Is should, that the flex week though, by chance? That could be. It's November first, so that's what it. That could that could be that week. Maybe you're talking okay. about. If it was up to me, I would have the Cowboys game be seven o'clock. But maybe that Cowboys game is the game of the week because yeah. usually like the three twenty five is the time slot. And obviously, we get the Raiders primetime. That's going to be good every time we play them. That's classic. And we have the Chargers. So. And we have some. We have a lot of three twenty five games this year. Steelers, I forgot about we that. We play the Steelers again. Yep. And the Bengals. I wonder what the Steelers. That that's a game I might travel for. That game would be interesting. I mean, obviously they brought most of their players back. They had some guys retire. Yeah, but they Ben ain't gonna get you for. I mean, Ben's old. By that ben, time, we playing what? Done. That's week what fifteen? Yeah, his yeah. arm is gonna be and shot. Without by a then. running game, y'all. I, I want to be there. I want to be there. I'll definitely go to that one. I have a lot of friends in the city I that love the Steelers. I want to go to the so. Bengals game, but they outdoor in the middle work. of this January. No, yeah, no. I'm not making that. I ain't wasting my time for that. I'm no, I'm cool. Stay warm indoors. <laughs> Facts. The only I game I probably will go to where it would be cold would probably be either that Steelers one or that Raiders. The one. fact that we That's end our season it. playing the Broncos. Who's going to be the quarterback by then? Call it now: Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke? <laughs> I'll say Teddy. I think Drew Locke may end up getting Look, hurt or played back. I went to high school with Drew Locke, and everyone knows my opinion on him, Uh-oh, so I'm not selecting him. 
You, I got, were, you were great in high school. You know, you were decent in Mizzou, but you're not. In, I got you're love for Drew because you're from the city. I, I'm always going to support boys from the city, but I'm going to let you do your thing, bro. If yeah. you play well, you play well, but I'm not going to. I root for you every day, except when you play the Chiefs. We got to focus more on our play and not these rap songs we're rapping. Oh, so, God. That's all. Hey, I think everybody was just shocked that he knew all the words, like exactly word I'm for not, word. I'm not. He grew up in Lee Summit. <laughs> all of them think they know everything. He was playing that Jeezy, too. You know they don't bump Jeezy out there in Lee Summit like that. <laughs> They swear they do though. Look, that's I'm not. Like, don't get, get me started. So, yeah. overall, what would you think our record would be if you had? If you want to, let's break it down from like beginning from one to nine. So, from obviously, the Broncos. That's gonna be a dub because no, we're not losing that game. So obviously, we beat the Brownies off the back. That's one and zero. Then we go to Baltimore primetime game. Lamar, new receivers. He should improve. Your tackle's gone. A lot of changing parts. I think that's too early. Exactly. I would count as a dub too. That's two and zero. Then we got the Chargers at the crib, twelve o'clock. I'll count that as a dub. Justin Herbert is going. They are going to play us tough. I always say that we. Every year, I say we will split with the Chargers. Because Justin Herbert is nice. We already made the playoffs or default the game or what? But something about that team. Because and the reason why I don't doubt the Chargers is because. One day I came home for a game, <laughs> and it was that freaking game where we lost in the last four seconds. I remember that game. I remember that was a Saturday. Was I remember that game. Hurts. I remember that and game. I said, and I Mike go Williams. Back. Oh God. Yeah. That was a push off. I was really proud of the push off. So. so I one of the one of the game one of the Chargers games are going to win. Okay. I just don't know which. We'll take that one. We'll give them the later one. So now that's three and zero, and then we're going to Philly. Philly's in rebuilding mode. Philly, so we're gonna count that. That's a that's dub. Four and zero. I'll be there if y'all want to meet up and tailgate. You should. <laughs> this is probably the meat of our schedule. I think it's probably the hardest point. Bills we have to play dubbing. Bills. Then we play DC in DC. I think that could be a nooner game. I think that's a trap game. I think they may catch a slip in just because their D line is very, very good. And I don't want to block Chase Young for a quarter. Um, that's just me personally. I, I'm not saying I, I, that. I don't see how their offense. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick is. It's going to be the game of defenses. Like, yes, their defense is scary, exactly. but also their offense is not going to outpower our defense. I mean, so all they like, have is Ryan Fitzpatrick, Curtis. I mean, they have good weather. They have Ryan Fitzpatrick, Curtis Samuel, F1, yeah. Terry McLaurin. Logan Thomas is a good up and coming tight end. They have Taylor Anthony. Heineke, again, Tyler, Taylor, Taylor Heineke. Heineke. Yeah. He's still on the roster, so he could be. If, but they signed him. Yeah, they did, so I'm saying. So, I mean, Fitzpatrick is known to have his up and down, so he could be the quarterback. But, I mean, they played the, the Buccaneers very tough, so I'm going to give them their credit. They're a good football team. I never want to Wait, overlook Brian anyone. Fitzpatrick is at Washington? Yeah, he's there. They, they signed, they signed him that. and Taylor. Yeah, that's why That's why everyone thinks that they can make the playoff because they think Ryan Fitzpatrick is good enough yeah. to take him there. No, but because he, he is. I know. Magic is a very real thing. That's what I'm saying. The, hey, the, the Dolphins won 10 games last year. That might be a surprise game. That's what I'm saying. And it's a 12 o'clock game. I think that may be a trap. That's my one where we may get okay. caught slipping. So let's say 5-1 and one for now. Okay. And then we got Tennessee in Tennessee. Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Ryan Tannehill. We don't get calls. Who's a ref? That is true. That is true. We, we don't get calls. Every time we play them, the games are always crazy. So, I mean, for now, if I'll give us a dub for now. But if something crazy happens, I could see it being an L. But yeah. I don't think us ten. I don't see us taking back-to-back L's this season. So, I'll I'm give us a dub. Okay. I'll say 6-1 and one for now. And then we come back home, a primetime Sunday night game against Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Daniel going to run 89 yards on our ass. And he going to fall. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's a dub. I think we going to take home. That's a dub, too. So, that's 7-1. and one. And then we have the Packers, Rodgers, or Rogers. no Rodgers. The biggest conundrum in sports right now. Does anyone know if number 12 is going to be there? So, listen. Even if Rodgers does play, I think we're going to win that game. Because be when we did play the Packers without him, without Pat Mahomes, 
They only beat us by one score. Yep, and we won. Matt Moore did his thing that night. Matt Moore. They schemed up a lot of good plays. So with Pat Mahomes, we dropping 70 on him. It's fine. (laughs) If Rodgers is pissed off playing like he was last year, that will be arguably maybe the game of the year. Yeah. Because how many times have they played? Well, that is – they say all the – Analysts are like that. The Chiefs Packers game is the game everyone wants to see. The two most talented arms in football right now, and it's in the biggest stage. It's in Pat Mahomes' house. Very well could be. I'm not gonna say a Super Bowl matchup, but like it. That's one of the games we. That was one of the ones we. I thought we were gonna. Tom Brady ruined it. I thought we were gonna see him because Tom Brady threw three picks. So that game could go either way. It's kind of hard to tell just based off is Aaron gonna be there or not. So, for the sake of being, I guess we'll null and void that game because we don't know all the factors. Yeah. The biggest factor being number 12. So, 7-1 and question mark. 7-1 and, and dash. <laughs> <laughs> and then, obviously, this is my one of my favorite games of the year. Raiders. We get to play the Raiders again because they were talking hella trash after they came in here and beat us on Look, some BS calls. The Raiders stadium is the only place where the house loses. So, y'all are losing. So, but we're going to take that up. In the Darth Vader stadium, what I call it, tenant windows, the Impala. That's what I call it. It's gonna be that game gonna be so much fun because they have full capacity fans. Mm-hmm. First time they've had fans in it. They have like a casino in there. Yeah, they got. It's not confirmed, club. but I bet there's a strip club in there somewhere. I mean, well, if they I was said on there's there. gonna be like a little club, exotic club area. Game. So I'm highly guaranteed. There's Look, legalized gambling, liquor, Vegas strip. It's seven o'clock. It's prime time. It's gonna be. You got to cut off your leg to get in there. Hey, if you go to that game, go you ahead got and bread. cash at me twenty dollars because you clearly. Got I know it. you got it. You can just add a zero on that two hundred yeah. for me. I mean, uh, just send it to that. And Dom Candy, that's a that's a Venmo. You feel me? Because <laughs> y'all balling. So. If you getting in there, you balling. That reminds me of that dude who sat at the Super Bowl. There was a meme going around. He was asleep. Yes. Like head against the I wall, mouth open. Like, was, I'm like, I wish I was that rich to fall asleep at the Super Bowl where like the cheapest ticket care. was like five thousand dollars. He's like, oh, I, I made that on Monday. Literally. So, yeah, okay. so I'll make that back on <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so for that, we're gonna count that as a dub. So eight and one in a dash. And then we have another good game. We, we have really we have a really good schedule. We have a lot of three game stretches. Uh-huh. Now we have the, the Dallas Cowboys at home. Dak Prescott versus Mahomes. That's gonna be a shootout galore. Everybody's gonna be throwing the ball all over the field. Dak Prescott's going to be excited. First time the Cowboys have been back here in literally over five years, so that's going to be a fun game. I will count that as a dub because their defense is very bad, but it's still yeah, going to be a very – Yeah, I do trust that their coach is going to revamp that defense this quick. I mean, Dan Quinn's there, so they're going to obviously try to run their cover three scheme. They drafted Micah Parsons out of Penn State. So they have linebackers galore, so they're going to be able to run mm-hmm. with everything short, but their secondary I think is not good enough to keep up with what we do okay. and that's throw the deep ball. So I will count that as a dub for the time being. And then we have the Broncos at the crib. Yeah, Nobody's scared right. of Drew Locke nor Teddy, so we're counting that as a dub. And then we have the Raiders at the crib. That game, Loki, may be more hyped up than the 7 o'clock one just because last time they were here, they did this little roundabout uh-huh. around Arrowhead because they were so excited about getting a win for the first time here yes. in three years. Yeah. So. I think that's – I the reason I think we're going to win that game, and this is stupid, but I think it's factual – I think Derek Carr is going to be so used to playing one in an indoor stadium and in c- controlled weather because it is a December twelfth. Yeah, that's going to be a, December twelfth. You're going to be cold. It's, it's going to be probably going to be snowing. Like you're, I, used I, I to, you're going to be used to Vegas and in a dome. I just don't. Yep, that yeah, is true. I don't think. And their roster didn't make make no drastic improvements. And then also their line, they didn't. They, they gave, gave away Rodney Hudson. What are you? 
I, hey, no disrespect to Gruden. I'm not going to say he's a dumb football coach because he obviously knows his ball. But what what made you think Rodney Hudson leaving was a smart idea? Yeah, I don't get that. I get that at all. That yeah, was yeah, like dumb. Gruden's clearly not dumb. He finessed a big ass contract from the Raiders to Seriously. produce what he's been producing. Mil. Jesus, but Lord. like that's a fleece of league. That's very right good. there. But yeah, no, with that with that O line and things like that, um, and in the cold. I'm, we're, I'm taking that as a win here. I would too. They have some good players on their roster, but Derek Derek Carr doesn't infuse anything into Chiefs Kingdom except yeah. laughter because we laugh at the decision he makes. But to give him his credit, he played well versus us last year. Him, like both times. He now the team this didn't do that, but he played. He ran the offense, ran yes. his plays, and controlled the tempo. Like you can tell they were very well prepared. For exactly. Games. They game planned accordingly. That's why that's my favorite matchup of our year when we play the Raiders because mm-hmm. everything Gruden always brings out his best stuff. For us, he doesn't do it against anyone else. That's what I'm saying. But though. for you us, gotta stop planning for one team. Exactly. So I be- that believe I believe that'll be one of the greatest games of the season, honestly. And obviously, the next game, another primetime game, the Chargers in LA in yeah. SoFi Stadium, another oh, stadium with new fans. That's, that's gonna, gonna be hyped be nice. out. I have all the respect in the world for Justin Herbert. So I, I think we could split with them, like but, we said. So this may be the game we have to give this. See, up. but I think we're gonna lose the first week, but we will take the second. Take the second take, one. Take the second time. I think we. I think we may. But also, I think, that depends. And if their defense starts imploding by that time of year, exactly. Is Derwin James going to be back? And I, he's so good, but he's never on the field. Yeah. If he plays, he he. Their defense is better because obviously they already have Bosa. Yeah. Melvin Ingram may come back, maybe or not. Kenneth Murray is really good, but if Derwin James is arguably when he's healthy, he's one of the best safeties in the league. But he's never on the field. And his body just fails them. Like so they, it's not it's his like fault, they have so. all the key components, but they can never put it together. Put it all together. Right exactly. For game. I think that would be a game that maybe Justin Herbert just shows us, like, hey, I'm really like mm-hmm. that. Like, I'm really going to be one of the next great ones. And every time he played last year, I got more and more impressed. And yeah. I had I had no expectations for him last year. Well, I think first of all, the he way he played when he found out he was going to play two minutes before game start. Hey, bro, you're in a kid game, kid. Go ahead. Balled out. And he played very well with no preparation. Yeah. So I expect a big year for Justin Herbert. Like, low key, like, MVP sleeper type numbers, Look, he not got like when he got a haircut. He's not playing with y'all. Oh, yeah, he got the buzz cut. He went <laughs> no guard. <laughs> He's ready. And then we have another great football team. We have the Steelers at the Cribs. We have a lot of big markets coming to Kansas City, y'all. So get y'all money up. So that's another game. I mean, their O line has a lot of issues. Their defense is still formidable. Yeah. Big Ben's noodle arm is the day after Christmas. I don't see them recovering from last season. Yeah. I don't know. It's just Big Ben doesn't strike any fear in me. Is Big Ben's backup? <laughs> is it still Mason Rudolph? Is he still there? I think so. <laughs> is he still no, the backup? Or, did it, or, is it, or is it or is it Josh Dobbs, the kid out of Tennessee? It may be him. Let me see. But Either way. It may be it may be Mason Rudolph. But if it is, that's funny. But it, it, it could it could be him. I honestly think it could be. Yeah, I just I don't know. Between all the issues they started having, I just don't think they're gonna be exactly. able to. They didn't really improve anything it, on their on their roster. It's Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins Jr. Oh, the way I did, they, they, they did sign Dwayne Haskins. And then they did. They did. Four string is Joshua Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Okay. So yeah, I yeah. That, let's just go ahead and dub that. So that's a, that. that's a noodle arm. Nobody think Big Ben's gonna come here and get a dub the day after Christmas. So that would be a very bad present. And then the day after New Year's, January second, we go to Cincinnati to face Bayou Joe himself, Joe Burrow. That'll be a fun shootout game. We get a lot. Of, we get a lot of good quarterbacks we play this year. Now, yes. However. I just, oh, and I hope this doesn't happen. But if Joe Burrow does not have a line to protect him, there's no way he's playing. Oh, yeah, the game. we we gonna smack him all day. They're lying. And that's the thing. I'm like, will he even be alive by this game in January? That is true. That's week 16, so that's a long way from now. And obviously, they didn't draft their Panay Sewell, which we everyone thought he took his homeboy Jamar Chase. 
to go with Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. So they have good weapons, but if you mm-hmm. can't block, like you said, it doesn't matter. Wait, so he was a he, number one draft, and he had an ACL surgery because y'all can't protect him. And there was a big was, scar. It was, it was on like his week knee. eight, and he had already had the most sacks by any quarterback. The season. way he was hit was crazy. It was like Deshaun Watson rookie year type bad. Yeah. He was getting smacked around so bad. So no, I was definitely afraid of his. When I saw that that scar on his knee yeah. when they did the promo, I was like, you have to draft Penny Sewell. Like, it's like guaranteed now. Because I couldn't get that image out of my head. Like, you're going to look at this picture and see his knee every day. So, that's the only thing you should be thinking about is protecting that knee. So, um, yeah, that's going to be a fun game. I think that'll be another good shootout with another good young quarterback. But I'm going to count that as a dub, Chiefs Kingdom. And to end the season, January 9th, in Denver, Colorado, the city where they smoke the stuff that's legal, we have the Broncos. I think that's going to be another dub for us. So, for the season ending, I would say at most we have is two losses, and I think maybe our floor is like three. So, honestly, 14-3, 15-2 is my range. 14-3, I will take. 15-2 will also be wonderful. Exactly. Yeah. To think we're going to – I know I, I saw a lot of Rabbit Chiefs fans saying undefeated, and, and trust me, I, I, would, I would love nothing more, but that's not I realistic. Don't, first, part of the reason why I don't even want an undefeated season is because, like, the one thing I really look forward to – when like the undefeated stuff starts happening, mm-hmm. is when the old Miami Dolphins players celebrate. And they be posting pictures like, yes, like yeah, I look didn't forward do it. to that every year. Y'all didn't do it. <laughs> and I also don't want to be the Carolina Panthers. We have a perfect season and just lose our Super Bowl. Like, no, I just facts. don't. I don't want to do that. Facts. So if we could just. And there's no, there's no really no reward for going undefeated. Like you don't get an extra buy. You yeah. don't get a guaranteed Super Bowl trip. You still got to go to the playoff like everyone knows. Exactly. So it doesn't do anything for you. But if it happens, it happens. If we win our games, but I'm not really I'm not really holding on it. So whatever happens, exactly. happens. So overall, obviously, I think we're gonna have a top three record in the league. Obviously, I think we're gonna make it at the AFC, and we will be in LA trying to win our second championship in three years. And I believe. This is a early, super early prediction. It will be either the the Buccaneers I'm or the somebody from the NFC West. Tom Brady's the most playoff person I ever know. I mean, the, you see how easy his schedule they is. They have the exact same team. So same good schedule. It'll they, be the Bucks for me. They want him on TV. It's, yeah. it's it's natural. Him on TV equals well, ratings. You know, all we're gonna hear all year is a 43, 44 year old quarterback going for number eight. Yeah, so, it's fine. No, it's Brady. It will definitely be it will definitely be a fun year. I am super excited. We have a lot of good road games, a lot of good home games, a lot of storylines, some good rookies, guys coming back, guys trying to prove themselves, money deals. Um, any kind of player you think is going to break out this year? Who would be your breakout Juan player for Thornhill. the year? Juan Thornhill. I think he's going to trust his body finally. For sure, he's coming back from an injury because he started. There were sparks last season. It was where he you was could like, tell he you could got tell he was going. Facts. So I think this year he's just going to ball out. And I hope he does because I love him. Like, he's a sweet kid. Mine was going to be him, but I guess mine will be Willie Gay. Obviously, we know he's coming off the knee injury as well, which kind of sucks. But I think if Willie – if he comes back healthy and he looks like Willie – I think second year in the system, more mature, knows where to be, Mm -hmm. knows what to do. He And please – I don't know if this is really happening, but I hope it's true. I hope Derek Johnson is in his ear every day. I know he's not on the coaching staff, but I want you to be on the phone with this man every day. DJ, teach – let him live with you. Please, yes. just let him do sure it. Weekly Zoom meetings. Man, live in, live in the second spare bedroom. <laughs> Y'all work out every day. Do everything. Because if DJ came in coming off a lot of injuries yes. himself, he can teach him how to bounce back. If he can take anything, half of the um, intelligence and knowledge that DJ had for the game, Willie's going to turn into a monster. Because we have a new improved O-line, I want to see Clyde do well. I'm I, not saying he had a bad season. I think he had a good but, season. But like, he, he definitely had a good season. But, I, but there was also a lot of... 
like example, like on our third and twos, fourth and ones, we weren't running because we were having Mahomes do those quick throws to Tyree. Everything is like horizontal. Yeah. Yep. I want to take those away and like I want to see Clyde be able to do those things. Run the ball. And I think us adding so much physicality, like adding Tooney. Yeah. Adding like Miles, we got from the Rams. Adding Creed, adding Orlando, LTD coming back. We have big all. boys. Yeah, we have. So I believe our left side could be like, hey, third and two, fourth and two. Hey, run this left side zone. Yeah, I don't care who's in front of us. Orlando, twenty, y'all, double team up, eat up, and then get to the background. Let's exactly. go. Get Clyde in there. Let's go. So, and I think the expectations for Clyde were so tremendous, mainly because of what he did at LSU, exactly. how they used him. Our O-line didn't live up. And obviously, the first, well, his first no, game was we good. Like, we like receiving running backs. We throw the ball a lot. That and obviously, really... but Pat doesn't check the ball. Yeah. He's a big arm guy. Now, Clyde with Alex Smith would have been amazing. Yeah. He would have fed him the ball a lot. That's why Jamal Charles had so many catches. But Pat don't check the ball down. Yeah. We would love him to, but that's what he's known for. Mahomes yes. magic. He extends plays. Yeah. He runs around. Sometimes it's warranted. Sometimes we don't want him to do it. But that's what makes Pat Pat. Yeah. So we don't want him to not be himself. So I just have a feeling they're gonna want Pat to throw less this year. I think that's Especially why she coming off the surgeries and things like that. Exactly. The I think toe they everything. want to be able to trust other people to carry the offense. Exactly. You've had the MVP season. You've won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So now just and let we you know we're still gonna get those good deep plays. And we're gonna get those spectacular. You're moments. still gonna get your four thousand you a year. Going fifty times a game. You don't. Let's just go ahead and figure keep out it in the something. keep it in the 30s. Keep it low. Just run the football. Screen should be more. Yes. Use everyone. And I think we signed Jerry McKinnon, so I think he's gonna get used a lot. So I think like yeah. obviously Clyde could be the go-to guy, but we know Andy's a committee guy. Yeah. Unless you've shown the fact that you're like a Bonafide, like Kareem Hunt, sure like Jamal, Jamal Charles. Charles, like like no debate, you're the guy. Yeah. It's gonna be by committee. So Clyde's gonna get his touches. D. Will's gonna get his touches. Jerry McKinnon's gonna get his touches. Mm-hmm. Now and then, even we were just talking about it. <laughs> even Darwin Thompson may sneak in there yeah. and get his touches sometimes. So and I love Darwin. We all Darwin, love Darwin. I'm your biggest fan. Okay, I know Darwin. people be talking trash about you, but I believe in you, honey. We rooting for you, boy. Go out there and do your you thing. Ben oh God. <laughs> but. <laughs> But um, I think that's going to be it, y'all. I appreciate y'all tapping in. I appreciate you, Dom, so much. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you so you. much for hopping on the show. I'm I definitely going to return the favor and come to yours. Okay. If y'all have any questions, any comments, any ideas, y'all know where to DM us at, at The Aftermath. Um, my, anything on social, I am at CGZ81. Dom, where can all the people get in contact with you? underscore domination on Twitter. And Twitter is the only place y'all can find me because my Instagram ain't for y'all. Yeah, it ain't for y'all. Private, <laughs> private only. <laughs> I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for tapping in, and I will catch y'all soon. Peace.